0: Welcome to Poetry Lectures, a series of lectures by poets, scholars, and educators presented by PoetryFoundation.org. In this program, poet Alas Steger reads from his works and talks about poetry in Slovenia. Alas Steger lives in Ljubljana, Slovenia, and is considered a major new voice in European literature. His first book of poetry, Chessboards of Hours, was published in 1995 when he was 22 years old. His poetry has been described as having a wry philosophical clarity with a wit matched by an acutely historical conscience. Steger's work has been translated into 14 languages. He is the founding editor of the Bellatrina Publishing House and the founder of the Days of Wine and Poetry Festival in Madonna, Slovenia. Before we hear the reading, let's hear a few excerpts from a conversation Alice Steger had with poet Ilya Kaminsky. Kaminsky is the director of the Harriet Monroe Poetry Institute. He asked Steger about the heritage of poetry in Slovenia and the concerns of younger Slovenian poets.
1: Poetry has traditionally been uh, quite important to Slovenians. Uh, The reasons were several. One of them was of course a political moment. Uh, As you know uh, Slovenia is an independent country for only 20 years before it was always part of a bigger empire Th- that means also that uh, language questions were essential for um, for Slovenians and on the other hand it means now after we've got independence that Slovenian poetry has to struggle with quite a, how should I say, uh, a notion uh, of being either uh, patriotic or even nationalist although uh, I don't think that it is, but there is this notion of political involvement of, of the poet, which nowadays most in most cases isn't true anymore. But it was very much true perhaps at the beginnings of the 20th century. We can perhaps trace down two very important important uh, names uh, both translated into English and both born on the same year which is a very happy year for Slovenian poetry 1904. It was the year when uh, the avant-garde poet Serko Kosovo who died very young in his early 20s and uh, I would say epic poet Edvard Kocbek were born. Kocbek was a key figure of the Slovenian poetry, but also of Slovenian um, politics. If you would look uh, uh, at what happened to Kotzbeck, who was a Christian socialist uh, fighting uh, on the side of Tito, then uh, for several reasons being forced in in inner exile, uh, was prohibited to publish, uh, and was the first person who spoke about atrocities that happened in Slovenia after the Second World War committed by um, the communistic regime. Uh, You'd find basically a line which is extremely important for how Slovenians see themselves, how the entire nation divides itself, and how in a broader context uh, Slovenian poetry Try to establish itself in the 20th century. So it's a key figure. Nowadays, I doubt that we have people who would be both poets and politicians at this level. This is separated, and I think that my generation feels very much released by this fact that writers can really dedicate themselves to writing.
0: Next, Kaminsky asked Steger about his practice of writing poetry about objects, as in his recent collection, The Book of Things.
1: Writing about objects came basically uh, with the first writing accounts of poetry, something that derives basically from the roots of poetry itself. But there is a specific tradition which is not so much uh, French, I would say, at least not uh, the tradition I'm related to. Uh, but much more um, it's deeply rooted in the Balkans. Vasco Popa of course is, a, is a, a good example of this. There are many others, many Romanian poets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, w- this way of writing uh, about objects is, um, at least in my case, also combined with a certain kind of black humor, mm-hmm. uh, with a certain type of um, uh, philosophy of the world uh, w- where sacred and profane, high Mm -hmm. and low can be exchangeable. Mm -hmm. This uh, multifacial appearance of of things is sometimes also something threatening. It's something that is somehow hidden in a void that is behind each thing, Mm -hmm. and can immediately appear and take over. I mean, there is a certain structure uh, in the book Mm, The number seven, because there are seven Mm -hmm. parts of seven poems. And especially also the order um, should imply somehow, um, you know, part of the story of Genesis, Mm -hmm. the biblical story of Genesis. But only until the moment the human is being created. Because this is basically something that, i was writing on in my book that came after the book of things the book of
0: bodies it's called and
1: that's basically the sequel
0: in this final excerpt from their conversation ilya kaminsky asks Alice steger to read his poem called europe and points out that this is an unusual subject for a younger poet
1: there is uh, there is a certain tradition of of reflecting on Europe in Slovenian poetry. Srećko Kosovel, who've been right. mentioned before, has uh, a very powerful, strong poem about dying Europe, a blasphemic Europe. And in the year 2000, I was on a literature train. It was a project organized by Literaturwerkstatt Berlin, mm-hmm. and they put writers from all European languages onto a a train that went for one month and a half from Lisbon to Moscow and Mm -hmm. returned to Berlin. And we gave readings on the way. And Mm -hmm. they asked us to write something on Europe afterwards. And I wasn't capable of uh, I mean, but later on, somehow, this unfulfilled promise that I'll write uh, about Europe made me think uh, again and again about uh, the question. And so this poem mm-hmm. uh, was created. Europe. Actually, it's a very uh, interesting that I read this poem several times on different festivals in Latin America. And it's a poem which is always being um, embraced extremely warmly by uh, Latin American audience. It's something that really deeply on a level level that, uh, perhaps from from a European standpoint, one cannot really understand. This poem was translated by uh, Bill Martin and Tom Lozar. Europe. Even now you peddle the story of the Turks at the gates of Vienna, dismantling their tents only as a ruse. And how masquerading as kebab vendors, even now they're only waiting for the right moment to leap out of their kiosks and cut your throats. No matter that your tribes are lost forever in the marshes of your barbaric designs. And even you can't tell the skull of a god from the skull of a Slav, from the skull of an Angle, from the skull of a Frank. Still, you believe only your son's spilled blood will rejuvenate you. Still, you think you'll give delight to all of us. When I close my tired eyes, you appear in the form of a hairy, fat woman who gives birth while snoring and of a man in the dark beside her, secretly masturbating, thinking about America.
0: That was Alis Steger, reading his poem, Europe. Now we'll hear Steger read other selections from his poetry. He reads mostly in English, but includes a couple examples in Slovenian. Most of the poems are from his collection called The Book of Things. Steger begins by explaining that in Slovenian, there are two different words with slightly different meanings for the English word thing.
1: There are two words in the Slovenian language for the word, think. One is um, the Slovenian word, stvar. This comes from stvariter, the creator. And the second one is reč. It comes from reče, from speaking. Um, The original title is knjiga reči. So things that are being spoken. I don't think much high uh, uh, of uh, the author of these poems as a creator. I think uh, he's not. Uh, It's barely someone who tries to capture what's being spoken by the things. Now, one has to become very small, often with closed eyes, so that one doesn't even see the the cat or the toothpick. Barely one listens to what the things, which are more than just objects, um, speak. And sometimes they start to speak in strange situations. You're tired, you're driven for a couple of hours, it's night, You stop at this place. You go to the toilet of petrol station. And there is this, the thing that speaks to you. Hand dryer, who speaks when you're not speaking in your own name? When you do not pretend to speak in the name of another, but there is the presence of a voice like the ghosts at a seance. Just retro larifari, kadabra abra, aha, aha, blah, blah. It happens as if the wind would speak through you, as if the Bora speaks, the Koshava, the Passat, icy siberian <coughs> winds. It happens invisible while speaking in a clear voice. And they do not happen. Their returns bring no changes. Or indeed, somewhere between, where the living brush against the dead. Drops with which you have sprinkled their brow evaporate from your palms. Again, you press the silver button on the plastic box. Again, they come roaring, this time to warm your frigid fingers. Just abracadabra, aha, aha. Blah, blah. Because they bring nothing new. The gas station toilet is just like before. And you too were not changed. Only through your palms did something blow. You do not hold him, but sometimes he holds you. He has your lifelines, your handshake. He has no name, he who speaks when you do not speak in your name and no home, and no things of his own, and no name without a body always on the road. And his parts can also be yours, but yours can never be his. In many mythologies uh, on the Balkans, I think also elsewhere, you have the notion of the cosmic eye I'm uh, sorry, the notion of a cosmic egg, an egg uh, out of which the entire cosmos uh, evolved. Egg, when you kill it at the edge of the pan, <laughs> you do not notice that the egg grows an eye in death. It is so small it doesn't satisfy even the most modest morning appetite. But it already watches, already stares at your world. What are its horizons, whose glassy-eyed perspectives? Does it see time, which moves carelessly through space, eyeballs, eyeballs, (coughs) crack shells, chaos, or order? Big questions for such a little eye at such an early hour. And you, do you really want an answer? When you sit down, eye to eye, behind the table, you blind it soon enough with a crust of bread." Near Vienna, there is um, like 30, 40 kilometers from Vienna, there is a small place, a village called Stein, that means stone in, uh, in German. And the place is quite known. Not because of uh, its wonderful vineyards and wine it does produce, uh, but mostly because uh, (coughs) it's the place where the one of the biggest prisons in uh, Austria is situated in a a beautiful place that used to be a monastery. I was told that they're speaking there are more than 50, 55 languages being spoken in this. Listen, of course, this has nothing to do with with the poem. that will follow. Stone. No one hears what the stone keeps to himself. Insignificant, it is only his, like pain caught between the leather of a shoe and the sole. When you slip it off, leaves spin in bare alleys. What was will never be again, and piles of others are signs in decay, the smell of nearby clinics. Mute, you go on. What you keep to yourself, no one hears. You are the only inhabitant of your stone. You just threw it away. Nihče ne sliši, kar hrani kamen v sebi. Nikogar šne, le njegovo je, kot bolečina, ujeta med usne čevlja in podplat. Ko jo se zuješ, se zavrtinče listje v golih drevoredih. Kar je nekoč bilo, ne bo nikoli več. In kupi drugih znamen v trohnenju, von bližnjih ambulant. Nem greš naprej kar hraniš u sebi neslišenih će etini prebivalec svojega kam nasi si sig odvrgo notes there are notes whose artistry you know by heart and another kind that come from smyrna There are sisters you want free from your memory, and brothers bound to you back to back, and mothers woven in tattered sweaters, and fathers tossing at night in their own traps. For these knots are like someone secretly led a rope through your ear, as if you were this rope and the knots your family. They are not of Jordan origin and do not come from Smyrna. They are from near and far, and easily and with effort they settled in you a short time ago since forever. Be patient with your knots. Let them grow. Let them tighten in peace. The day comes when the rope rises up in drowsy silence Like a faker, you climb out of yourself. Of course, there are some um, things one loves more and others less. Uh, My favorite things are mostly these that can be eaten. For example, a bar of chocolate. He died in order to be a bar of chocolate in front of you. He wishes that you too would consume the anguish of his death limitlessly, <clears throat> that fear and deliverance would melt in your mouth. His sweet entrails, the bitter curves of his concoctions. He asks you to unwrap him, to reveal yourself in the proper light beyond kindness, beyond mercy and forgiveness. The two of you touch wordlessly in the tongue of mute gifts. What you break and eat breaks and feeds on you. Your saliva, the secret feeling of an empty mouth, is his. Your fingers, which search for him in drawers, but not the reverse, You must remain hungry so that God can still give. And what your God once gave, he endlessly takes. There are quite a few uh, cat lovers here. Custodian of whose stone, whose breeze in his hair, a smirking sphinx a castrated transvestite in a fur. When he lifts his tail, he still steers the sides of a cursed sky, a skeptic cautiously preserving the world with reverie. He avoids bad weather, unknown pant legs, membership in political parties. He travels sprawl like a mobster shot on a staircase in a cathedral of afternoon light near the chirping of angels, or he curls into the fluff between rings of space and time. He allows himself to be stroked only twice. He knows that people have more dogs than love. When he closes his eyes, he falls through the barking in your heart. When he opens them, gold dust sprays out as out of cracked amphoras, which slide too deep, even for divers with the longest breath." These poems have been translated by the American poet Brian Hendry. Of course, uh, among them are poets which can be perhaps easier translated and some quite untranslatable. Uh, especially these untranslatable uh, succeeded uh, Brian to translate very well, I think. Uh, For example, uh, a poem about mint. Mint is a strange uh, plant. Uh, We all, strange herb, we all like it in, in teas. But it has a kind of alienating effect when one sees big uh, fields of mint growing uh, just in places where big atrocities have been committed in the nearby past. Metafiktia metan metabolism. Tam pa rost, raste von meter ven sosedenega palca in neznančeve golenice. Da tega ne zmore nobena žival ni vredno omenjati. Metaksa, metadont, metafizika. Kaj ti kaj ostane, ko, ko poskušajo le še rastline celiti rebro muzikanta in župano volubanjo? Da tega ne zmore noben laksativ, ni vredno ponavljati. In še manj, kdo bo pomnil, kdo ne bo mogel pozabiti neskončnih polmete, kolovozov, brezbrižnosti, metanož, metanoč, metanič? Zdaj tega ne zmore noben slovar, ni omen vredno. Mintafiction, minten, mintabolism. There the smell of mint grows out of bone, out of a neighbor's thumb and a stranger's shin. No animal could do it, it's not worth repeating. Minta text, Minta sound, Minta physics. For what stays when only plants try to heal a musician's rib and a major skull? No lexative could do it. It's not worth mentioning. Even less, <coughs> who will remember? Cannot forget endless fields of mint, rust, indifference. Mint a man, mint a knight, mint a nath. No dictionary could do it. It's not worth noting. Greater. You remember how your mother, Yocasta, returned from the pigsty with a gaping palm. Inside the madness of pain, a window opened. She stepped out, and stepped out of her body. You remember how your startled father was changing a bandage, how mid escape the edges of the bandage turned red. This time. The greatest whisper is yours. The world is being whittled away. The apple wedge is getting smaller. But who is there for whom? Are you merely an instrument of the apple in your palm? Silently it grates you, a ripe Buddhist, ideret, samsara. When it vanishes you, you open your eyes, like your mother that time on the other side of the wound. Paper clip. You put down the paper confused. You only now notice the rusty imprint of a paper clip, a spiral sign for the way inward. She held together scraps of the world like an invisible thread. She warmed you, so enveloped in herself, like a fetus, like a snail, like a body in a mass grave. Her intention is not to add or take away from the world. Not a creator, the little paper clip. She only causes contact. Someone removed her? Who? Why? You do not know, nor how many sheets were lost. With a finger you go over the trace and start to read again. Before you opens a space, within a space, within a space. This poem has no end. Now, the, the digestive part of this book. Želodec. Kaj pravi referent za želodec? Da se ga včere videli prečkati ulico, da ni plačal zobos? Zoboz... Kaj pravi referent za <laughs> No, it's really a true question. What <laughs> does he say, the clerk? Kaj pravi referent za želodec? Da se ga včere videli prečkati ulico, Da ni plačajo za obotrebca v restauraciji? Da leta previsoko in ga bo prej, letelo, Kaj pravi ta teleči izrezek in dva deci terana? Da je kar naenkrat zmankalo luči? Da je postalo osko in zatohlo, čeprav se še nista poslovila? Da je žalostno, ko tako nizko? Kaj pravi stegno, ki pase za krajo glavo? Da njegova brutovrednost raste za vsakim grižlajem? Da bo hkrati v duše 15 svatov in dveh psov. Da hladno, dokler je dovolj trav in cest na obzorjo. In kaj ti šepeta to kruljenje, to slinasto pogorkavanje. Da ni hladno, dokler je dovolj mesa in krompirja. Da je sicer žalostno, ko padeš tako nizko. Da pa vsa bitja, ki letajo, preko slej doletijo. Stomak. What does the clerk of the stomach say? That yesterday he was seen crossing the street. That he didn't pay the toothpick at the restaurant. That he is flying too high and sooner or later it will befall him. What do the wheels take and two flasks of teran say? That the light suddenly ran out. That it grew tight and stuffy, though you still didn't leave. That it is sad when you drop so low. What does the tide which grazes behind a cow's head say? That his gross worth grows with every morsel. That he will enter the souls of fifteen wedding guests and two dogs simultaneously. That it isn't cold as long as there is enough grass and roads on the horizon. And what does this gurgle, this drooling stutter whisper to you? That it isn't cold as long as there is enough meat and potatoes that it is sad when you drop so low, that all creatures which fly sooner or later will fall. And the appendix? Shit. Children happily rummaged through him for a sign. Provinces' princesses made compresses of eternal youth with him. In the spring, he is scattered on fields, and corn groves. At a sharp pain, you look back happy. But it is not shit that you see, that looks at you. Your muddy soul climbed out of you. Your only true child, he fell from you. Without a soul, you are form without value. That is why you lose it and create, lose it and create. You do not exchange your shit for gold. You exchange your shit only for love. Mm, and the book is um, divided into seven sections to seven poets, the poems, but um, there is um, uh, like an introductory poem, which is called A. A died and didn't die. Like his father, A, like his grandfather, he drowned in the village graveyard. Drowned, but didn't drown. He went into the mud, into the mud and into the dumb stones in the mud. Silent there now, forgetting, erasing. Is there now and isn't. Because there is no place. He is without beginning and end. Ah. Uh. Someone died. No one. His name forgotten. Like his father's and his grandfather's name. Sometimes, ah. Uh, A rattling of things. The one who went to bed sometimes gets up. The one who keeps wiggle continues dying. Sometimes, ah, the unbearable terror of space searching for his voice. Sometimes, ah, the monotonous sadness of rain over streets. Ah, 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 gurgles when it rolls out of the sea. The sight of quartz in watches. Surely, is only a is dead. Whoever thinks that sometimes hears him should listen with the other ear. Whoever doesn't hear him will go on listening in vain. Ani ne dan, ne noč. In ne ti, ne on, nista prisotna. Ne tu, ne tam. Drobno zabla pola nad Plinskim štedilnikom. Ne ogledno. In ne živi. In ni umrlo, kar čuvaš prikrito zla njo. Ne sprašuje, ne daje odgovoro. Ni na strani dobrega ni nastrani zlega, ne poznala ži, ne resnice, ne smisla in ne smisla, ni prihodnje in ni preteklo, je in hkrati ne obstaja, ne da je ali bi ne bilo ti, ne da bi ne bilo samo ali kajkoli drugega, ne zrak, ne ogen, ne luč, ne plamen, ne brezno, ne upanje, Ne da, ne ne. Konek domre, nekdoše ni umiru. Postenio na uzdol, isplazoval vase. Za nime sejšiš, ingalgasnes. When someone dies, it is not day, not night, and no one present, not here, not there. A small flicker above the gas stove, unimportant. And it does not live and didn't die. what you conceal with a palm. It doesn't ask, doesn't give answers. It is not on the side of good. It is not on the side of evil. It doesn't know lies, not truth, not sense or nonsense. It is not the future and not the past. It is and at the same time is not. It's not that it is or was not you. It will not be by itself or something else. Not air, not fire, not light, not flame, not abyss, not hope, not yes, not no. When someone dies, someone hasn't died yet. He climbed down the wick inside himself. You reach behind him and distinguish him. Thank you for listening.
0: That was Alice Steger speaking at the University of Chicago on march thirty-first, twenty eleven. The program was co-sponsored by the Harriet Monroe Poetry Institute and the University of Chicago. Alice Steger has written six books of poetry, a novel, and two books of essays. The Book of Things was published in Slovenia in 2005 and was translated into English by Brian Henry in 2010. Thanks to Ilya Kaminsky for permission to use the excerpts of his conversation with Alice Steger. The Harriet Monroe Poetry Institute is a project of the Poetry Foundation. For more information, visit poetryfoundation.org. Also at the Poetry Foundation website, you'll find articles by and about poets an online archive of more than 10,000 poems, the Poetry Learning Lab, the Harriet blog about poetry, the complete back issues of Poetry Magazine, and other audio programs to download. I'm Ed Herman. Thanks for listening to Poetry Lectures from poetryfoundation.org.